welcome to First World Solutions, a problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. We're just going to get stuck right in, uh, trying to help out people who are doing okay. They're fine. Doesn't mean they can't complain a little bit. Joel, do you have anything for us? Yeah, also, hi, I'm Joel. Also, hi, I'm Tom. Like, we're, Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, we're just... It's fine. No, we're good. Like, we're talking about, we're talking about speed. Here. This is the Oscar show, clearly. Yeah, no, hi, no. guys. Welcome to me. Uh, so this problem comes from me. Uh, my crown's too heavy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Should we, should we get into some problems fixing? Let's do it. Let's do that. So yeah, we'll start with this one. It comes from uh, Oxygeno1981 from Reddit. My husband is so great that I have absolutely nothing to bitch to my friends about, and I'm sad. Oh, poor, poor... Person. Oxy. We'll, we'll shorten it. Listen here, Ox. If you can't find anything to complain about, you're not looking hard enough. Oh, 100%. There'll be something bad. Do you mean to say that from the tippy top of his head to the toes on his feet, there's not a single part of that you go, uh, I wish that was a bit different. I mean, there's going to be something, and she's lying to herself. Also, I think I would go, if, there's, uh, if you can't find the secret, then you better believe it's terrible. He's hiding something big. Well, so if you think that there's nothing outwardly wrong with somebody, then it just means there's just something harrowingly bad under yeah. the surface. I would say that any issues you have with people, any surface level issues you can pick out are one thing. Anything that makes you unsettled as to them being too good would therefore naturally imply that they're terrible deep down. Interesting. So, so basically what we're saying is that her husband is secretly a total dick and is overcompensating for it. I think what you're all sort of saying is that you've been hurt before. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this is becoming real bitter out of nowhere. Just, yeah, no. Love is a lie, Oxy, run, run! <laughs> I think if you haven't got any problems, the issue here is not so much that her husband's too perfect. No. It's that she has nothing to bitch yeah, about. Yeah, she wants to join in, like that so catharsis. You, you've got a few solutions to this mm. problem even. You can make problems up. You can say, oh, when he did... Something that he, never, ever happened. This is the trouble, though, because she, if she is genuinely in a relationship where there is very little problems, I worry that she's either going to go too small and they won't take it seriously or go too big and we'll start a drama when she's trying to make things up. So it'll just be like, oh, yeah, I hate it when he oh, doesn't quite wipe his shoes right. And all the girls will be like, oh, that's nothing. Like, Mary's boyfriend cheated on her. Like, stop, yeah, stop. And oh, yeah, and he also he killed the cat. Yeah. And, like, uh, um, <laughs> and, and like, he leaves cereal in the bowl. He, like, and, he leaves cereal in the bowl, and then he, like, shat on the kitchen floor. I don't he, know what that's about. Yeah, he, he, he didn't introduce me at a party, and then he burnt my house down. <laughs> I'm just going to go out and say it. Oxy, you got to really ask him the question. Does he have nothing to complain to his friends to about when it comes to you? That's true. Oh, that's turning it on its head a bit. I mean, mm. it, it's like the old adage that if you think about your, your group of friends and you can't find an arsehole, guess what, buddy? You're the arsehole. Yeah, it's true. So you got to apply that same thinking to a relationship. Oh. If you can't think of anything bad to say about him, do you really think he's got nothing bad to say about you? So could, could now you're be? bitching to your friends about the possibility that he's bitching about you to his friends. Yes. No, there's there's your answer. You're like, oh, I bet you were saying such mean things about me. And then it's it's all a big circle because then you are a dick. And, <laughs> and, and if you then say, oh, man, he's always, he, I bet he doesn't complain about me. If your friends go silent, don't say anything, guess what? Oh. They're complaining about you too. Oh. We've just destroyed this girl's world. I think I think you're the worst. <sighs> just awful. I think, think you're on every just, world problem. <laughs> just count count yourself lucky that he hasn't left you yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is not where I envisioned this going. Or if you don't want to make stuff up and you don't want to have an existential crisis, <laughs> have an affair. Have an affair <laughs> was not going to be my <laughs> He got so mad at me for my affair. <laughs> What's that about? 
There you go. Now you got something to bitch about. Oh god, sorry, that really tickled me. There you go. Having an affair, complain about it to your friends. To your one, friends. one of you's going to be complaining at the end of that. I assure you. Destroy this perfect relationship with this perfect man because you're a little bit peeved that you can't bitch. Yeah. Go for it. Job done. That's done. Hell, have two affairs if you need it. Go double down. Go wild. <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, I think that's a perfect segue. I mean, uh, I've got I've got a little something. Ooh, a little something, something related? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Try and make it tenuous. <laughs> I don't know. They both seem like people. Uh, there pe- you go. It's a show about people. No, no, pe- it's a show about people and giving and <laughs> taking. And, and affairs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, there's a perfect segue here. These are both people. People sleep in beds. I'm guessing you guys sleep in beds, right? I mean, this I affair actually, definitely is taking place in a bed at some point. So. Yeah, uh, oh, it's even better. Affairs take place in beds. This is a first world problem about beds. And exclusively right. in beds as well. No one's ever had an affair out of bed. It's it's known that the moment you step out of the person it that you're It stops being bed, an affair and it starts being a romp. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's the technical term. Yeah, uh, that's, what it's, that's what it's referred to <laughs> as in a court of law. <laughs> but, Your Honour, t'was not but a romp. <laughs> it is true, yes, we were romping. So, yeah, the same platform as non-romping extramarital activity goes on with. Uh, this one's about beds. And this comes from Trimoto from Reddit saying, I've got a problem. When I sleep with one pillow, my head's too low. But when I sleep with two pillows, my head's too high. What do I do? Well, shit, I had the same one mm. from a different guy. Oh, This whoa. is clearly an epidemic. This is... It's this, spreading. This is unprecedented. Yeah. But... I know exactly the problem. Mm, You've got too. your neck crooked. You're like, oh, yeah. I could do with an extra pillow. Then you put it up. Suddenly it feels like you're on display. Yeah, absolutely. The, I was going to say cinema, but I mean museum. I'm, <laughs> um, I'm, on, I'm on display at the cinema. <laughs> so what you're saying is the man at the end of your bed is filming you. I guess. So that wouldn't be the cinema. That would be the film crew. That's true. The crew? <laughs> There's catering, key grip. <laughs> you don't want to know what the best boy's doing. No. Anyway, you're on display at the museum. Don't you just hate it when you have too many pillows and you hit the boom mic? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, you can't you can't quite get it right. So yeah. thing is, I have lots of different shaped pillows. So what I do is I swip, swip them, swip switch, them. switch them in and out until you find kind of the, a, the a correct happy combination. Sort of... Have every possible pillow... <laughs> And every possible denumeration of them. So, a room that's full of pillows, and before you go to bed, just swinging a miss, blindly grab one, one or two, grab like three or four, and then by the time you get to sleep, one combination of those will at least be better. I mean, there is that. What I'm going to go ahead and suggest is a brand new product for us. What we need is one pillow that has an adjustable height to the perfect height. So you're talking about a pillow with a balloon in it? Yes. An inflatable pillow that you can simply adjust up and down to your liking. Hang on, aren't you describing a hospital bed? Hospital bed, but pillow. But only just a pillow. Just a pillow. So that's literally it. So you just lie down and it's completely flat. And then you just press the button and it will slowly raise your head up to the point where you're just like, and I can sleep. And then you release the button. Now, how is is this pillow for uh, screaming? (laughs) I'm I'm thinking it's not a pillow. I'm thinking it's something you put under your pillow. So okay. like, you know how you like jack up a car? Yeah. Oh, like that, okay. Like a platform that you rest your pillow on. Yeah. Okay. And you jack up and down depending on where you want your neck. <laughs> can, it, can it just be that? Like, what are they called? Jacks. 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 Uh, there you jack. go. Car jack. This will be a head jack. A head... Bed jack? Bed, a bed jack I like. Bed jack. Also, then you can have great double entendre advertising slogans. Just jack it in bed. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's that's the only one. Get, get, well, it's uh, one slogan. So you see, just like get your jack on. The advert kind of the advert starts, and we kind of enter a room, and there was just a guy just bent over, and just, just feverishly and just down, uh, thrusting uh, back to the camera. Yeah, and then he just slowly pans around. And he's just jacking up his pillow. Yeah, he's just setting fierce. up, setting up for a good night's sleep. And then he just kind of turns around and just goes, "Jacket in bed," but his just dick is just out. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's well, yeah, it's, 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 it's a post watershed advert, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I like this. I think we've I think we've solved all pillow issues forever with 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 what was it? Bedjack. Bedjack. We've got Bedjack. We've got the slogan. We've got the ad campaign. <laughs> we're ready to go. <laughs> Filming starts we're, Monday. We're ready to roll out. Get the film crew in your bedroom. They've been. They've got plenty of. <laughs> they don't even have that. to move. No. <laughs> they've got bedroom up. experience. They've got it all lit up. They're sorted. <laughs> oh, majestic! I think we've solved that one with the majesty, frankly, of Bedjack. 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 Good to say. Amazing. Right. Next one. Right, well, that was going to be my next one, so we're going to have to move on to something else. Oof. I have another bed-related one. Once you've spent the night with Bedjack, you're well-rested. Mm-hmm, okay. You wake up in the morning, yeah. and from Twitter, Sarah Beth Raab, Sarah Beth Face on Twitter, says, My bed is so cosy, but I can smell coffee downstairs. Ooh. But you wake up, and you don't want to move in the morning because you're comfy. Yeah. You've had a perfectly great night's sleep. And why would you want to change that? Why would you want to get off your bed, scary and awful and horrible. Mm-hmm. But there's coffee. And, or roasts, or whatever <laughs> you want. But coffee is probably the most the more, common one for a daily routine. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I, I have breakfast roasts every day, <laughs> primed and ready, roasting from the night before. Oh, that would be delicious. Wouldn't it just, though? Oh, when, my God. Waking up and having gravy first thing. Yeah. Oh. That would that was my hangover cure for, like, three years. Mm-hmm. Cup of gravy? Sort you right out. I mean, Got I've, everything it needs. Don't get me wrong, I've had a cup of gravy several times. I'm not one to judge here. But. That's not what we're disputing here, but in the morning... Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Coffee, so right out. gravy. I think coffee's better though. Honestly, any thick brown liquid will work. Not any. <laughs> Tar. <laughs> That's more black, I think. Then you've gone too far. I think if you're going to split hairs about the actual shade, it's kind of <laughs> we're trying to it's... defend tar too heavily. But yeah, so you're in bed. You smell this. It's all the way downstairs. So you've got a choice to make. Okay. What do you do? How do we fix this? You can look at it either as a reward system for getting out of bed or a deterrent to stay in bed. Which one do you want to go with? I got, I got one for both. I'm, I'm intrigued to see how it could be a deterrent because you want that coffee. No, no, no. There's no, no deterrent for you to remain in bed. Something to get you out of bed like forcibly. So it's a push-pull system. It's yeah, it's pulling a... you out of the bed or it's pushing you out of the bed. Yeah. Okay. By the way, you're getting Let's out of the bed. Pull. That's oh, more optimistic. You've got to get out of the bed. Okay. Um, I'm thinking either fireman pole or hatch onto a giant like bouncy castle downstairs. Okay. So basically, your kitchen has to be inflatable and directly below your bed. Yeah, I, it's it pretty heavily relies on you being immediately above the or like a slide. A slide would work. How about Wallace and Gromit style? You, your bed simply turns into a slide. Oh, that's good. So you're basically, you you constantly have an open contact with the kitchen. This is why you can smell coffee, because there's, there's a just, gaping hole in the floor. There's a massive hole in the floor, <laughs> and just, there's your bed lying straight, and then an enormous slide, and all you have to do is just kind of, again, using the bed jack, multi-purpose, you can just, just pump it up until you're at a level, and the moment it goes over the lip, your bed just slides all the way down into the kitchen. The problem with that is that if you have to pump up your jack, you might have, you could just get up. Like, True. The, the reason the coffee is so important is because coffee gives you the energy to do the things that you need to do. But and you need how... that energy to go get coffee. Yeah. So we need a system to get you coffee in your bed before you get up, before you have to exert yourself. Coffee IV drip. Coffee. Coffee. Or something in your bed 
that doesn't look like it can house coffee, but has an emergency espresso shot. Is it going to be warm? It's got to be warm. Yes. So what in your bed is the warmest? Me. That is the thing that's usually the warmest in my bed. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. So the solution to have coffee is to already have coffee in you. No, no, have, already have coffee in someone else that is just in your bed. <laughs> like a tauntaun situation. Oh, God. <laughs> no, just, just storing it in their mouth. <laughs> just ready for, if they go, okay, cool, I need it now. They kind of go, okay, then empty out the contents of their mouth into like, your oh, mouth. this smelled good on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got those... Um, kettles that boil water by passing it through a tube yeah so if you could combine that with your coffee maker so the coffee boils up the tube and then drips <laughs> I could, onto your face I can, <laughs> I can only see yeah well I can see is, I mean oh, I'm having real trouble getting out of bed yeah third degree burns to the face will probably do yeah, it that one way or another you're going to wake up yeah. <laughs> oh no one's disputing that you're going to be super awake I think we're like we're like circling the solution here there's got to be something more direct that can deliver that coffee to your bed without you ever having to leave it robots <laughs> the reason they don't exist is because there's not been a great enough call for them. They're I'm, just busy doing things like, you know, detecting landmines and building bridges and 3D Oscar. printing stuff. I mean, like, the reason that they haven't existed yet, hear me out, is because people haven't expressed a great enough need to have coffee when they don't have coffee. I am agreeing with you, 100%. I'm just having to set a precedent here in the podcast. If we allow the answer, robots now, robots will be the answer to every question okay, we okay, have. Okay, okay, I'll set a one robot <laughs> limit every month. Every that's month. My one, that's every my month. one. That's my Every one. Every question. One robot limit. <laughs> <laughs> that's Next my one, robots. Damn. Because this is the danger. It's like, oh, this thing, I'm, like my drink's too cold. Robots. He's got a fridge in him. I don't know, robot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not robots. <laughs> a butler. They're like robots, but they're not. But they're people. I mean, that's the thing. If you people can smell bots. coffee downstairs. It's because your butler's making it for you. Yeah. What are you complaining about? It, so they're going to bring it to you. That's so, his job. What, but the thing, okay, so... What's what, your issue, Sarah? What Sarah, we're saying here wait. is... <laughs> no, no, Tom, we've sold it. Sarah, he'll be there in a minute. <laughs> the reason you can smell it is because he's made it for you. He's just bringing it to you. Also, even way. if there's no butler, who's making coffee? Why haven't yeah. they made you a coffee? Yeah, this like a, a partner or a roommate or a if it is, daughter. If butler. it is a roommate thing and, yeah, like, maybe they're just making themselves a really quick coffee... <laughs> Well trained. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> so if it is a roommate and they're making themselves a quick coffee before they go to work, they're probably not thinking about you in that way. So what we just need to do is make sure you've got some ammo and or dirt on them to blackmail them into a coffee every morning. Or you set up a tannoy system. If you smell the coffee <laughs> next to the bed, they <laughs> said. Uh, I can smell that. <laughs> you best be making a second cup. Over. Yeah, just Wait, no, you don't. You don't do overs. No, no, over. It punctuates more severely. <laughs> it would work. We, I mean, you could have baby monitors. You could have walkie-talkies. <laughs> I like the idea that you wake up and you smell coffee, and the first thing he does. <laughs> <laughs> And your roommate's downstairs like, shit. Sarah, Sarah, you're too young to want coffee and get off Twitter. (laughs) You're still communicating with people using a baby monitor. You don't need coffee yet. I think that's, honestly, we've hit upon the solution there. Baby monitor-style walkie-talkie system next to the coffee machine. So that if anyone in the house anywhere can smell coffee, everyone who lives in that house has access to that system. They can just go, "Um, I can... uh, I'd like me some of that. I can smell those beans. And then just turn it off and wait for a response. I can smell those beans. I can smell those beans. Sniffing those beans. 
Over. <laughs> what if they set the coffee machine to auto, though, and you're just speaking to an empty room? Someone had to put it on at some point. They've got to come and get it at some point. So all you do is you go, you hear yet? How about now? I think I think this. Come on, you got to come back for it sometime. I can still smell it. Sarah sounds like kind of a bitch. I think we do this every time. We just we, we demonize turn. all of the. We turn very fast. We do. It's exactly on it. a dime. I wouldn't make Sarah a coffee. <laughs> just to let you know, I would because she doesn't stop using the tannoy system. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it booms. <laughs> really cuts through. Think we're kind of Sarah's enablers, really. <laughs> Seek help. I'm sorry, Sarah. Sarah, you're a baby. You can't be addicted to caffeine already. <laughs> oh, I think we fixed uh, baby coffee. I think we did that. Yep. That was beautiful. Tannoy, tannoys? Tannoy baby coffee T- Tannoy monitor. baby coffee monitor. Tannoy baby coffee monitor. Scream till you get it. It's pretty much. <laughs> Sniffing those beans, parentheses. <laughs> the, the, the new baby, album for baby, fucking Steel Panther. Baby, baby Tannoy coffee monitor. <laughs> Is that, this just sounds like an anime at this point. Like I'm just very confused by it. I'm excited for season three. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I heard they get out of bed. <laughs> no spoilers. Oh dear. Right, okay. Are we we got time for one more? I think we've got time for one more. One more, okay. Uh, this is something that we've all had to deal with. I'm too drunk to finish my wine. Oh. What? That's, <laughs> okay. that's an option? That Yeah, absolutely is. I think if you're drinking too slowly... You reach that point of inebriation where you don't need any more drink. Mm. Whereas if you drink really quickly, you get it out, you get it down, and you deal with the consequences. This is the thing: wine is a very particular thing with me, and I think a lot of people in the fact that it's incredibly dense and rich, mm. uh, and it gets to the point where if you're having a bottle to yourself, for example, most people whose tolerance is in, in up there, you get like three glasses deep, and there's just that last one, and that's enough to have got you pretty tanked at that point. Yeah, maybe share it. Yeah. Maybe find someone to drink your wine with. Quit hogging the wine. Quit hogging the wine. <laughs> Quit hogging the wine, no says wonder you're the drunk. famous wine hog. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you can't remember you're drunk. <laughs> That's why I don't understand. This is an intervention. <laughs> Two this wasn't just... a suggestion, Oscar. <laughs> Who is this by, Tom? Is it you? Did I write this? <laughs> oh, no. I'm, Did I do this again? I'm tweeting again. Oh dear. <laughs> but for real, how do we fix how do we fix this idea? Because if you put that wine back, you're gonna to be too hungover in the morning to want that wine and it will spoil. You need somewhere else to put it. You've had wine that you haven't drunk, wine that you have drunk, and wine that you're yet to drink. Okay. These are three separate wines. That is the only that state wine can exist in. Exactly. But wine in the glass doesn't go back in the bottle. No. It's just, you know, you've got like... Oxygen got to it. You've got to drink it. Yeah, so are you suggesting bigger glasses? I'm suggesting... Smaller glasses. I'm suggesting a third receptacle where you can take from the cup to something else. Like a like chalice. Not quite like a slops bucket, but like... Ooh. But, al- but also a slops bucket, because that that's excited me there. Yeah, so you have your wine, you've had like two-thirds of the bottle, you've got the last third in the glass. You're not going to put it back in the bottle, so you put it in the slops for later. And you don't use it. But it feels like you've accomplished something. Well, so you've got to, you've got to go into this with some kind so, of a goal for the slops bucket. Yeah, because otherwise what you've invented is the bin. Water bin. <laughs> you can't put wine in the Liquid bin. Liquid bin. I don't know where I'm going with this. No, I mean, it, like, it looks like the cogs are turning a lot. Just liquid But basically, bin. my thing is, you've got it in the glass, it can't go back. It can only go forward, so where do we take it? Okay, fair enough. Okay, here's... I like, I like that sense of motivation to that. It's like, oh, no, sorry, look, I, I know you're too drunk, but I did pour it, so... Yeah. Here's what you do. You take every other accessible liquid in the house, 
and you cut off your supply to it, so all you got is this wine. Then you so eat. So you break the fucking water pipes you outside. Turn, no, just just switch the water <laughs> off for a bit. Bear with me. With that switch that we all know about. Yeah, it's the, under the, the water sink. Switch, is yeah. it? Yes. Oh, there you go. That, though. I didn't. <laughs> That's bad. That you look foolish. <laughs> oh, don't I just? Uh, you switch off the water. You bad lock the fridge. You get. You make it so the only liquid you have access to is this glass of wine that you can't finish. Then you eat something incredibly spicy. You're gonna. <laughs> you're gonna need some kind of liquid to wash that down with, unless you're a tank. In which case, why can't you finish a glass of wine, you idiot? This is feeling like a lot of preparation for something that felt quite spontaneous. So someone who's too drunk to drink. <laughs> go to the sink, turn off the water, lock the fridge. Well, no, the fridge have a lock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Put the combination code into the fridge. Prepare just... a chili con carne <laughs> from the fridge that's locked. Wait, extra uh, chili is just how mother makes it. <laughs> mm, delicious. Thank God I can now finish my wine. Fine, just keep a pepper of extreme heat next to your glass of wine whilst you're drinking. It's like then when you like the cheese course. You serve just the pepper. Just a pepper. One pepper that's very, very hot. And then when you feel like you're getting too drunk, eat that pepper. Number one, you're going to sober up a bit. Number two, you're going to want to drink that wine. You drink all of it down, you go, ah, much better. Oh, I finished it all. Hooray. <laughs> go me. I mean, probably in slightly less, you know, cohesion because you're, you're really drunk. I think you're super drunk just, and you just, just had uh, extra wine. And an incredibly spicy pepper that has immobilized your mouth. Yes, you're not going to taste it. The pepper system works for me. I think we can call that one a done. Mm-hmm. 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 Shall we finish up with a butt better? <laughs> just think, a quickie, eh? I think it's time. Uh, so for those of you who don't already know, uh, the butt better section of the show is where we take things. We're surrounded by them all day, every day. A lot of them are great. A lot of them are brilliant. Some of them are okay. They could be better. So that's what we're here to do. Here to take things, just improve them that little bit to take them into the stratosphere. So uh, we're going to go to our extremely advanced selection system. It is not a hat. It's not a hat. It's not a hat. Stop calling it a hat. Uh, And we're going to... Just around in here. Last few suggestions. We're going to find the elevator pitch that's going to get us there. We have, this week, Mustache Simulator. Oscar? I'm very proud of this one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, I should preface this by saying that at the end of last year, I attempted to grow a moustache. That he did. I remember this, yep. It happened, I guess, technically. Uh, I mean, there was hair under your nose. You grew one. Oh, yeah. But uh, at the end of the day, I don't have it now. So You decided against it. I decided... Yes, I decided against it. I think many other people silently decided (laughs) against it. But the thing was, I'd never grown a moustache properly until that had happened. And I had no way of knowing what it was going to look like. I had no way of knowing how long it would take. I had no way of knowing what it would feel like. And so what Moustache Simulator is, uh, is aiming to do is to give people that option. What would I actually look like if I had one, though? Because, you know, Joel, you've got, you've got some facial hair. You've got, a, you've got a bit of a beard going. It connects all around. But I'm sure that before you started growing that the first time... I didn't have it. Well, no, you didn't know what it would look like. You didn't know how That's it would come true. in. Yeah. Mm. You know, when you're going through puberty, you start getting bits of tufty hair on, on your lip and you get excited. But you have no idea what that would look like as a fully formed moustache at its full hairy potential. There's quite a, a period where you're like uncertain. Yeah. yeah. I it, mean, I'm still technically kind of there. I get, I get patches. Like, if I let my beard grow, it grows, and it grows quick, but it's only neck and chin. Yeah, well, that's the thing. <laughs> it doesn't have to be specifically just the old, uh, you know, lip carpet. It mm. can be any other part of your face which would theoretically have hair growing on it. Okay. So what I'm suggesting with it 
is it's something that takes a small, harmless sample of your DNA. <laughs> Nothing, okay. nothing too intrusive, like a little bit of skin. Not important. Okay. But it analyzes that, it being, I don't know, the science box. <laughs> this clearly has had so much thought. I mean, is it like a centralized server science box? It's the, it's the product, not the, the working. I didn't show my working, okay? okay. But right. what this will allow you to do is, you know, there's uh, like Snapchat filters and sites you can go on which mm. harness the webcam and will draw something onto your face which maps it and tracks it as it goes along. Yeah. That's Mustache Simulator Basic. Right. You've got differing You've got levels. Premium model. Where you can actually put in more, uh, more variables. You can decide, okay. I'd like to have a beard. I'd like to have you know, a handlebar moustache or some really big sideburns. You can change the colour of it. What would it look like if it was blonde? So is this based on, on where your hair grows? This is based on, when this is the thing, this is based on where it would grow because everyone has a different facial hair yeah. shape pattern. So essentially what you're saying is the like the DNA collection thing is the hardest part for me to get round here. Yeah. But I think I have an idea. Okay. What we do is we team up with something like Shave Kit or Do Dollar Shave Club, something like that. And if you go for their premium razor, I mean, that's getting skin anyway, right? Yeah. This is where the butt better comes in. You can get a little collection pot at the bottom. Mm. That's how you get the DNA. That's true. And that's purely DNA from the bit you're from shaving. From the bit that you're shaving. Yeah, it's good. So there's no so weirdness. The, the DNA has less far to travel, is that? <laughs> no, <laughs> is it's that just, how DNA it's just, works? It just means it's less intrusive. You don't have to finish shaving and then go, and now for my swab. Now you can literally just like shave and be like, oh good, that's all done. And then okay. that is then latched onto an existing product. And if you are like a premium member of their service, it comes with Mustache Simulator. Now, hang on. You haven't heard about what the ultimate level of the service is. Oh, please do. So you go through the service as normal. You kind of get yourself a cross-section of which things you reckon would look good. You can see in real time as it tracks your face on a website or an app going, oh, you know, that, that would look pretty good. But I don't have any idea what it would feel like. So we're talking level three. Prosthetics. Thank God. I was literally, I had my fingers crossed the whole time just going, please be wigs, please be wigs, please be wigs. It's a facial merkin <laughs> of your design. <laughs> so oh. you, uh, you, you, you send off your DNA to head office. They cook up something. <laughs> First class post. <laughs> they cook you up a little uh, little caterpillar or a this you know beard or something as you might as you might desire, and then they send it back to you. Can you attach it to your face and try to run what a moustache would look like if you grew it to its full potential? Now you can go and go. You know what? That looks awful. I'm not going to grow a moustache. Or you can go. That's going to look good. I've just got to go through the stage where it looks terrible. I think this is touching on. Remember that film, The Island? Yes. I do this remember is touching on similar themes. I think this is where The Island was trying to get to. <laughs> <laughs> they went with like kidneys and lung transplants. Like facial hair. <laughs> Limit it so to facial hair, it takes out a lot of the horrible, horrible... Wait, so you just buy yourself a clone? <laughs> you buy who's yourself only, a clone who's, only who's purpose. not allowed to shave. <laughs> and then just, then just like this horrible matted beard. And they're like, I'm sorry, really? You wants to know what he'd look like with a handle my moustache because he's bored today. They keep them constantly <laughs> shaved at like, I don't know, six weeks, ten weeks growth. Yeah. And then you go in and you go, huh. Yeah. <laughs> and then you leave. Ten grand. <laughs> All right. To hell with everything I just said. Clone facial hair farming. <laughs> Clone facial hair farming is the new moustache simulator. And I love it.
Okay, well, um, is there, are we still af- af- like affixing this to a product that already exists to but better at something like a Dollar Shave Club? What? Except it would be a ten thousand dollar shave club. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think we could at least subsidise it a bit if we worked with them. I think so. I think 10 grand outright or maybe like a 5 grand a month subscription fee. I mean, Because uh, <laughs> you only need it for a month, so... You, you fix that onto Gillette and then they can just change their slogan to the best man you can get, you know? <laughs> oh, my word. I think that's sorted. Mustache simulator, what a joy. Let's get some ratings going on. Joel, okay. what do you think of mustache simulator? I give it two handlebars out of another beard. <laughs> oh my god coherent I would probably give that um, the feeling when you get past patchiness out of 10 I like that I'm a, I'm a fan of that feeling mm-hmm. I'm a fan of that rating I'm a fan of you oh, and I'm a fan of mustache simulator alright well that's all that really matters uh <laughs> I think that draws us pretty organically to our close. Uh, if you've got any questions for us, want to get in touch, got any first world problems of your own, you can find us at FWScast on Twitter or try and get in touch using the First World Solutions hashtag. We will check out all of those or even the First World Problems hashtag. We'll have a look for those ones too. Uh, until then, until next time, I've been Oscar. I've been Joel. I've been Tom. No problems? No problems.